Welcome to the Let's Talk Creative Podcast, where we talk about everything creative. I'm your host, Brandon Fountain. If you're listening to this podcast, then there's a good chance you're creative. If not, I love you even more because that means you care about the creative lifestyle. You can expect to hear stories from many creatives out there, get business tips, learn their whys, and hey, just have a positive conversation that you can listen to throughout the day. I have a very special guest, so without further delay, let's get things started. Creator Jules, <laughs> what's that's up? That's me, that's me. Sorry it took so long to uh, get back with you. Trying Between uh, when you emailed me, I was just starting creating this new podcast. Um, and I was trying to implement all types of things. And then COVID hap- happened. And um, believe it or not, my business has kind of gone up since that because of COVID. And I've just been, I'm just now like just slowing down. Settling in, normalizing. Yeah, finally kind of just getting to working on back, back on my business because I've been working and helping other people to see how they can like still make income during this, you know, crazy time. Um, just so people know, it is, let me see, it's May 7th. We're recording this on May 7th. So that's the time period we are of this uh COVID-19 make making history making history yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said I'm terribly sorry it took so long I definitely wanted to get you on uh when you emailed me because I don't know when I think you followed me on Instagram yeah and I looked at your Instagram feed I was like oh my god this girl is everything I'm not on social media <laughs> I was like she has such a presence and then oh, like, I just looked you. at it. I was like, oh, she's doing she's doing some things. I got to get her on the show. Man, you know, if I'm not doing at least 20 things at one time, I'm really not doing anything at all. Now, am I? I you know <laughs> what? That's kind of true. <laughs> My to-do list never shrinks. And I'm like, what do I do today? I know. It's like just like one day after the other. You're like, yes, I'm finally knocking it off. Maybe today, maybe today's the day I'll get to relax. But really, I've just figured out if I'm better at planning out and like writing on my calendar two or three days before something's due because I procrastinate everything anyways, uh, (laughs) I can usually (laughs) figure it out and get it done. And so that's kind of how I build my to-do list so that I can stay sane and like push it off and know that I have it written on my calendar and that way I don't have to think about it it doesn't take up brain space right yeah I just replaced my uh one of my whiteboards I used to have a calendar whiteboard but I'm like I have too many calendars in my life I have my right yeah I see you have like another I have like two small right here and I just bought this little uh sticky whatever the hell this thing is where I can place pens in uh yeah, just too many calendars. I can't even get my iPhone calendar to sync with my Google calendar. And I'm oh, like, no. you know, sooner or later, I'm just going to get a new iPhone anyway. Uh, <laughs> okay. I need to sit down and ask you, like, what all do you, like, in a nutshell, like, what are you? Because you do so many things. You have, and I'm so glad we waited because you have a Patreon now that you yes. were like yes you have a patreon now you have your your podcast going 
Uh, you yeah. just have so much to offer and just give away, which I love. You're giving away so much, and I hope you're getting a return on your investment because you should be. Yeah. Well, um, to answer your first question, all the things that I do, I like to think that I'm a creator, just period. So anything that's creative, anything that I can create something out of nothing, I consider being creative. Right. Um, whether you're solving a problem, whether you're you know, creating an ad for a company, whether you're just taking a photo of yourself. Um, so with that being said, you know, I'm a model, I'm a photographer, I'm a videographer, I'm a graphic designer, I'm a strategist, uh, I'm an event planner. Like I literally, everything that I've just mentioned, not only do I love doing, but I have experience in doing, and I've really dug my heels into the ground and invested in learning those things. And whether it was for free, whether it was paid, I've definitely had a lot of experience around a lot of creative things. And so all of that knowledge uh, accumulated into who I am today, but I realized from doing all those things that I wasn't passionate about any one of those things. I right. loved them all, but it wasn't what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. You know, a photographer picks up the camera and says, this is all I want to do for the rest of my life. I picked up the camera and I was like, oh, I really don't like editing. <laughs> right, so, right, yeah. Um, I decided that my top skills were leadership and management. And so what I try to do, what I've done with my company, how to be social is, I've taken the best of the best talent that I can find and they're creative hustlers. So that means that they've got the right type of mindset. That means that they're gonna dig their heels into the ground. They're gonna get the job done. And just because something goes wrong in their life, they're not gonna crumble. And then right. they also have interesting points of view. So I always look for a different worldview. I don't want copy paste creative design. If you want that go to some other agency, we're not doing that here. We're making weird, crazy stuff that's going to get people to engage with you. Right. Um, so. That's kind of, you know, all the stuff that I do um, and how it's accumulated into how to be social. The stuff that I'm actually focused on right now is my music um, mostly. And I'm going to have an EP come out by the end of the year, which I'm really, really excited about. The EP right. is called Finding Moments. It's all about the moments in our lives that have kind of made us who we are today. And so really excited about that. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, that's another thing we have in common because <laughs> I don't know if you see it, but I just dug my old keyboard back from home Love it. <laughs> and I was like I before I got into filmmaking and others creating things I was literally yeah. about to learn how to play the guitar and piano and I was like during this COVID I have to I got to do something so I was this like yes but you're playing yeah yeah if, if for the people that are listening to this I'm holding a guitar and looking at him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's just like right here always next to me <laughs> it's on my hip <laughs> No, I, I, I love it. Like that's that's and that's why I had to separate these um that the Let's Talk Filmmaking podcast because with filmmaking it's so when I when I create if it's if it's either I'm shooting a picture or I'm I'm doing video, that's what I love. I don't really care for editing. I have to find I'm I will find an editor to edit my videos. But like it's that part that I love, but there's a difference between that and actually motion picture. I love motion picture, shooting motion picture films, but like right now I'm one man banding, ban one man banding, and that's like two different things that I talk. You see what happens? The technical difficulties. Uh, that's like two different things in terms of the audience that I'm speaking to. Um, mm -hmm. 
I think you, we kind of had the same feeling for the longest. I was like, I love making content. I love filmmaking, but I also love meeting pe people. So I don't want to, you know, deal with Hollywood, you know. You're not going to see me create uh, a independent film every year, you know, because I just love creating and working, creating like different content for different people, different brands, different, you know, that's what I do. And I'm not just a videographer, you know, I'm not just a uh, audio engineer. I do so much. Mm. It's kind of hard to just pick one. Yeah, well, and I agree with you. I think one of the hardest things, sorry, that's my dog, like, puffing in the background, but... Um, oh, this, is, this isn't this is a real uh, episode until we get some dog noises or cat noises. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's like the, the official uh, stamp. Yeah, that's the approval <laughs> stamp. Some dog barking, a, dan uh, a damn, a door slamming. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, what was I saying? No, that's what I think is really interesting about the creative world is you, we as creatives can easily move between one role to the other. Um, that's how our brains work. But there are just some things that we're going to be better at and that we're naturally attuned to and that we want to do versus other things that we're like, we just do this to make money. And I would like to think that that's what I'm trying to solve at How to Be Social is that the creatives that get work from us aren't just getting work because they need the money, but it's more so they're getting work because it adds to their portfolio and it's something they love doing. Now I find that too. Tell me about how you pick that name, how to be social. Cause I think that's very fascinating because creatives have a hard time being social. Even now I tell you that now, uh, some of them are a little bit bad with social media. Now social media, you put on social media, they're like, post whatever uh but in real life you know just um just putting themselves out there you know pitching yeah. uh you know just even uh selling closing a sale like they have yeah. a hard time so you name your business you know how to be social i think that's very like you know uh, just passionate yeah, um, so Powerful. it's Powerful. funny. I've given this story so many times today because of the intern interviews that we're doing. So I always like to start it off with where we came from, where we are today, and you know where we're going to be is what I tell them. But I'll just tell you about the history. So when I started the company, I didn't actually start it as a company. It was started as a small blog. And the blog came around because I was going through one of the worst years of my life. I lost four jobs. My dog got taken away from me. My grandmother passed away from dementia that year. My best friend moved away from me. Um, oh, I went to jail that year. I forgot about that. Don't know how, but uh, yeah, that yeah, happened. you know that that happened. You know, yeah, that happened. Um, and I remember coming to the end of that year, thinking, "Why is all this bad stuff happening to me? Like, why? Like." you know i just don't understand like i'm such a good person i work so hard you know i've always had those underlying good morals and values like i've always been a good person but it just felt like no matter what i did i kept doing it wrong and i realized it was because i was living life either hot or cold or i was realized i was living life lukewarm and i wasn't living life hot or cold if you're gonna be on fire if you're gonna be the shit, you better you know not be partying and drinking every single night and acting like you can wake up and still operate the same way you would do if you got a good night's rest. Right. And so, you know, I went through all that BS and I came out on the other side and I said, 
you know, if I can go through all that, I must be invincible. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like I had learned this secret of life and I wanted to share it with all of my friends and anybody that would listen. And so uh, I really got into the idea of influencing because that's what, you know, influencing was supposed to be about, right? It was just right. about being influencing other people. Um, you know, now we know today, like influencing is more like marketing and advertising. Right. But, you know, back then I was really interested in this whole idea. And so I was listening to a lot of podcasts and different things like that. And everybody, all these influencers kept saying, do something that people always come to you for or do something that feels authentic to you. And so I wasn't a food blogger. I wasn't a fashion blogger. And the only really good thing I was good at was how to be social. And so I named my blog that. And first couple of blog posts were really, really dumb. Like they were like, are you lonely? Maybe it's time for a pet, you know, Mm -hmm. like little things like that. Um, And so I was writing this blog at the same time I was interning at D Magazine. And uh, I learned really quickly that I didn't really want to write for the rest of my life. It kind of got boring for me. Right. Um, I said that I usually I find something, something will pique my curiosity. I'll go after it for a while. And then I'll realize, nah, maybe not for me. I lost interest. Yeah. Yeah. And so I kept doing, I kept writing the blog, went into like my career and realized that I was really into events. And so I, you know, would always say, well, it's pretty hypocritical if it never comes offline. And so I ended up doing my first how to be social event and uh, it was called succeed at any age. The whole idea was to inspire people that they could succeed at any age. And so huge event, great turnout, people loved the event. And so I really had a fire for events for a little bit there. And so as I was doing all these events, I realized that my audience was creatives and my creative community kept showing out to support. And so you know, I had really great people in my life at the time that would advise me, you know, um, you know, whether it be marketing or business, or whatever. And I had a really good friend named Luke, who's actually a filmmaker as well. And he would always tell me it's not niche enough. Like, who are you helping? Like, what are you trying to do? And so that always made me think, okay, what is my product? What is my market? What is my product? What is my market? And in business, we always talk about product market fit, right? So, right. Or service product or service market fit, whatever you want to call it. Um, And so I started changing my events to help creatives learn how to do business because creatives, like you said, don't get business. Um, They don't know how to talk to clients. They don't know how to close deals. They don't know how to find deals. They don't know how to set up LLCs. They don't get contracts. And so my number one goal was I just want to teach creatives how to treat themselves more seriously like a business. And so this whole idea of, you know, eliminating the term starving artist and to create creative entrepreneurs creative entrepreneurs came around. And so as I was building and doing the events, I started growing in my career. I was doing solo entrepreneurship. I was doing really well in that, got burned out again, was like, don't really want to do this. And I realized the one thing I've never gotten burned out of is how to be social. Like I want to figure out how to make this my full time. And I always knew in the back of my mind, like this is going to be your full time. Like this is going to be your full time. I just had never figured out a way to make money from it yet. And so, I finally, I started talking to a lot of my mentors and different things like that. And when I say mentors, I have a lot of mentors from all around the globe and I check in with them once a month. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I check in with them, you know, once a quarter and it's not, I think people view mentorship as something like where you have to speak with somebody daily and they're like helping you through it. That's really not my style. I'm very much, I can read a cat poster on the wall and be inspired. Yeah. Um, so I was talking to all my mentors and I finally came to the conclusion. I was like, 
I'm going to connect creatives to big brands that they want to work with. I didn't realize at the time how hard that was going to be. Um, but I was like, no, I can do this. I'm going to get a million dollars in revenue my first year. <laughs> so, you know, I started out with this idea and it has been amazing. And that's kind of where we are today. You know, I started with a small idea just to inspire others to be the best that they could possibly be. And it's grown into this company where we're going to eliminate the term starving artists. Our goal is to be a global company. You know, we've already just picked up a new client in Chicago. We're going to go to New York, LA, Toronto, open up different arms of the company, have a tech side of it, have coffee shops that are going to come out of it. So just one small step and we're getting there. That's how, how do we social came into being. So, yeah. I love it. Like I love every every bit of it. You know, it's fascinating. Um, you say you went through all that all that stuff, and as I was researching you, I found this out as well. And I was like, "What? Uh, how old are you?" I am May first. I turned twenty four. You are so you're oh so you haven't even turned twenty four yet. I turned it May first. May first. Okay, because I got the email. So <laughs> you, you, you got, yeah, I got the email. I got the email with, you know, I definitely want to talk about the email. So you had all that stuff happen to you. You had all that thought price process. You had all of that just sit down and at the end of the earth with the wind coursing through your hair, just mind storm, brainstorming. And yeah. like, this is what I want to do. I'm about to tackle it. That's yeah, pretty I mean, wild. That's pretty I, I just... wild. I think the thing is, is like, it comes from a mindset change first. When I, you know, went through that horrible year and I came out on the other side telling myself that I was invincible every day I lived that way. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't get, it's not that I don't get scared, but it's like, well, if I, if I don't do it, like it won't ever happen. So right. I might as well just try it. I might as well just risk it. Can't be worse than 2017. Like yeah. even 2020 is not as bad as 2017. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I oh. think that's debatable for some people, but I definitely understand. Yeah, yeah, I definitely understand. I mean, for me, 2020 is still doing pretty good so far, I have to say for myself. But I know. feel like all the digital people are saying that. Like, everybody that's like a digital person. <laughs> well, We're like it's, it's, it's funny you say that. I think because of this pandemic, we're going to be busy for hopefully for a very good, uh, for a very good time. Uh, now people, people that know how to market themselves online. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're like the older people that were struggling to like comprehend who we who we were. I mean, who we are, and yeah. comprehend like what we were trying to get, what we were trying to pitch to them, or like they were just too damn stubborn to do it. Are now like at home and can't even do like they're losing money. Now they're like. Hey, you remember that thing you was trying to get me to do? Um, yeah. I was like, what, you mean like online marketing? You know, you mean like setting up ads, creating um, branded videos? Like, yeah, 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 that thing. Uh, yeah, how, how much is that again? I was like, oh, well. <laughs> Three times as much as original. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's why I find very fascinating about these times. Um, yeah. So I want to. No, huh? Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go on. I was just going to say, I agree with you. The one thing that I really said out of this whole situation and I want to keep preaching is that there's going to be winners and there's going to be losers out of this whole pandemic. Mm -hmm. And that's because we're playing the game of life people. And I know that might sound harsh and it might sound like a reality check for a lot of you that are listening to this. But the important thing to remember is that 
you can either look at the negatives and focus on the negatives and you're going to keep finding them or you can look at the positive and you can focus on the positive and you're going to start finding things to be positive and grateful about and that type of energy that multiplies you know people don't like that about me <laughs> <laughs> that they're you're too blunt you tell them like it is yeah and and no matter what it is i'm like well this could have happened you know or yeah that did happen but like you know is it should that really stop you like yeah like yeah people just hate that um <laughs> but you have to keep that energy um um my 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 co-host uh b she has finally decided she is going to go full time uh with her filmmaking business and i was like uh you know it's time you know you you got people calling you without trying or emailing you so like that's just your natural flow of people income coming um just don't stop go outside talk to people keep creating that stuff will multiply and it's yours you know yeah. at the end of the day like don't stop doing what you love to do like it's yeah. just amazing how when you when you do find that one thing because i i was at the news station for four years like just hashing out videos that i didn't even edit like when you're an editor at a news station you take cnn or abc video for the most part you put in the editor and then you put push it back out don't even touch it touch it yeah that was like killing my creative vibe and mm -hmm. they would not like talking having the same dollar amount for the for the four four years never went to another uh uh dollar amount uh kept being looked over for the position that i wanted even i told them time and time again like hey i want to do this like what's the step that's the step okay i did that what's next that's the step yeah. okay what's next why haven't i got this position i've been in this office too many times okay i'm, mm. I'm gone yeah that's it well, and I think, you know, a lot of people experience that. For me, when I was at, actually, I have to take it back. So there's this story that popped up in my head. And I've been doing, like I said, interviews and telling my story. I actually did a podcast this morning all day. And so I can't believe that this is the first time I've thought about this. But I remember my first experience with what I now remember as creative entrepreneurs. I was um, doing writing for... Dallas Innovates at the time, uh, which is a publication at D Magazine. And so I was writing a story over this girl named Shamsi, and it's one of my biggest pieces that I'm proud of because she's just absolutely a fantastic artist. I'm glad that I could like get her picked up in some news article. Mm -hmm. um, but I got to meet her next door neighbors, which were this couple called Extraordinary. And maybe you know them. You should definitely interview them for your filmmaking podcast because they are absolutely spectacular people. They do like documentaries and stuff and they get paid to these documentaries they mm -hmm. work with the Dallas Observer all the time I'd love to make the intro yeah definitely um, but I remember they were talking to me and I just turned to them and I was like I was really young at the time I think I was like 19 20 and I turned to them and I was like you know I I just can't imagine being like a creative entrepreneur or like being a freelancer it seems like it'd be so hard like where does your like money come from <laughs> you mm -hmm. know and I just thought about that just now and it made me think, holy shit, look how far I've come. Like from being that person that could never imagine like doing that for a career to 
now I am the owner of my own company and I'm paying other people to do yeah, the when, same thing that I couldn't even imagine doing. Right. When I, when I brought up like how quickly and how like young you are, I was not kidding. I know <laughs> I talked to a lot of people. And once again, I, I know a, a another younger filmmaker in Miami. He has he is doing a amazing an amazing thing. I mean, I'm 26, but still, like that's as as far as you have come. And I just see what you could possibly be at, or uh, just from the stuff you have already encountered. I'm like, that's a lot you have been through. That's a lot you have skipped. Like there's a lot you like just you're just oh doing. trust me there's no I, I truly believe there's no skipping in life <laughs> I'm like it's well, gonna come <laughs> it's gonna come so I'm not I'm like I am not dumb enough to believe that there will never be a travesty ever again in my life but I'm smart uh -huh. enough to know that I can get through it right right so I kind of want to get into that email you sent your your happy birthday email. Ah! <laughs> that i was like wait she's how old wow uh, that's when he really reached back out and was like hey i'm more interested in interviewing you no that no that that was me saying nah i really need to because i really want to get help her like get this out there like uh, let's go so content okay. con, con, uh, tell me about about it so uh the so what he's talking about is i send out a monthly newsletter on my personal brand so i go by creator jewels that is my name and i craft this email once a month just to send to uh, the people that are in my audience and usually the people that like follow me or listen to me or people that are wanting to start their own entrepreneurial careers they want to learn more about marketing or they're just creative in general and they want to kind of learn from my journey or they I'm just entertaining enough I guess right that's a, um, but usually what I put in my emails and this one in particular uh, I'll put it in special perks and deals whether it's like a one-on-one -on -one consultation or I'll put in early music releases this one in particular I wrote a little bit of a longer message because I have a lot going on when we you do yeah when we <laughs> quarantine it was crazy because if you would have asked anybody, creator jewels inside of quarantine versus outside of quarantine, two very different people. Like right. when I'm outside of quarantine and we can like communicate and talk to people, I am sitting in front of somebody at a coffee shop, we're eating lunch, we're doing something like, and those meetings take an hour at a time. Mm -hmm. uh, and then count in all the travel time. You can really only have three to four meetings a day, you mm -hmm. know? Um, now inside of quarantine, I'm like, I got all the time in the world. Like I have 15 minute meetings. I've talked to seven different people today. And one of those people was a new client. Five of those people are like potential interns. Another one was a podcast. Another one is you. Um, so I feel special. Oh, <laughs> I, I just love connecting with people. It's truly my passion in life. Oh, very... yes, I totally agree. Mm -hmm. People so, are very fascinating. Well, and I think that that's like kind of the reason I am so passionate about social media and digital stuff is because I just find it as another way to share like my voice and share my passion. And I wasn't always so confident in sharing what I thought or what my opinion was. But when I found out another little secret of life that everybody is just bullshitting and saying what they think is true and trying to be heard above the crowd, I was like, well, my message is more positive than that person's. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
I very quickly got over myself and I said, I have something valuable to offer the world. And so I started putting it out there. And I think, you know, the newsletter is a really, really good example of that. Uh, the newsletter, I just put my heart and I put my passion to cool. If you unsubscribe, like that's fine. That means that you're not getting value out of my content. I wouldn't want to force you to look at my content anyways, if you don't think it's valuable. So if you do think it's valuable though, tell your friends. Yeah. Oh, I, I think it's valuable. Trust well, me. I mean, you. once again, like I was like, oh, I definitely got to talk about this. But yeah, you you have a one on one, a free one on one, oh yeah, or free uh, or career consultation. Yeah, I've got free one on one consultations. Yeah, if you subscribe. join my Patreon, the month of May. So month it, month of May is my birthday month. Yay! Um, and I really wanted to start going more in depth with my content. Uh, there are a lot of people out there that follow me, and they say hey, we want more entrepreneurial how-tos. Hey, we want to hear about how you've changed your life to be like what it is today. Um, and so I wanted to have a place, like a community of people that actually cared about this stuff, that actually wanted to go deeper and really get ingrained in it. And so now I've started this Patreon, which for literally less than a cup of coffee a month, like it's like $3 a month, literally. Um, for the lowest tier package, you can start being a part of like this creative hustler community. And for the whole month of May, I'm doing a free one hour free consultation where we sit and we either we talk about your career and your life and we talk about your environment, the people you're around, your current mindset and the steps that you need to be taking in order to achieve your goal, whether that's full time creative entrepreneurship, whether that's finding a job in the marketing industry that makes you happy. You know, everybody's lives look different and I want to be a help wherever I can, but this Patreon is a much more one-on-one, -on -one, hey, we're really going to get into the nitty-gritty here. Yeah, um, and I definitely put my, like, y'all should go do this stamp on it because, once again, I looked at Jules' Instagram and instant, instantly was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you have a lot of, like, just content, like, just constantly like just going out you're in once again you're not afraid to like go places or show plate show show what you're doing um kind of like tell me how you like you know just how do you keep that going how do you keep that the the content flowing on your social media and like just yeah. keep no matter where you are you make sure you're you know taking a picture or like i need to do this like what keeps you able to do that so the tricky part about social media and just being online in particular is retaining that authenticity behind like your persona of who you are. Um, and that was the thing that I struggled with the longest for the longest time because I would see so many people around me, you know, doing stuff that I was like, I know that's not how that person acts or I know that's not how that person really is in real life or like that caption was lame, you know? Right. Um, and so the one thing that I've always really strived for inside of my content creation for my personal brand is just to retain my authenticity. And like that's changed as I've grown as a person. And I think my online presence has become more valuable to the people that are watching it as I've grown because, you know, that's how it works. Um, you grow, things around you grow. Um, and so for me, the way that I try to retain that authenticity is just by taking note of my thoughts, taking note of themes in my life at the time. So if it's a 
growing season, I talk about growth a lot. If it's a time for rest season, I talk about how to rest. If it's a a season where I'm learning new things, I tell people what I'm learning. And so that is kind of how I retain the authenticity of my content. I use longer form captions because I'm actually, my degree is in journalism and PR. And so I'm Mm -hmm. very much wordsmith, talker type of person. If you're not that type of person, that's fine. You don't have to write long captions, express how you feel or express what you're doing in life through the photos. Just don't make it fake. Like if you're going to post something that you look really, really hot one night, post something else that shows, you know, Hey, I'm hanging out in my bed. It can still be a beautiful photo. You don't necessarily need to like look like a slob in the photo, but it's something that, you know, has happened in real life. And so I think that it's really important to retain that authenticity online because people are looking for your point of view, your personality, what makes you different? What's the angle? And I think what's the angle is the perfect way, the perfect tip to leave, because it doesn't matter where you are in life. If you're, you know, telling a great fit or you're making a great film, you're applying for a job, you're trying to get a story submitted into a paper, you've got to have a good angle and it's got to be interesting enough and it's got to be relatable enough for people want to pay attention. So focus on your authenticity and focus on your angle. I love that. Now you, you're, uh, my girl Phoenix, uh, she knows, uh, she has, she follows your Instagram and, um, yes, Phoenix. Hmm? Michelle, I said, yes, Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know her? her up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she was on, um, the episode not too long ago she's a photographer and she's very into like learning how to market yourself using your phone uh and she will be very disappointed in me because i have not done any progress with my social media and all that uh but i same thing i told her is as i learned social media marketing for my clients i've grown to hate social media because Mm. of the way it can affect have a negative effect effect on people like you really hit it on the nail when you said you have to be authentic and you have to really be okay with opening up people oh and you have to know yourself people don't know who they are believe it or not some people don't know like is this me or am i just you know copying what I like to see on Instagram. So I think that's the hardest thing to get people to, you know, do. And one thing I love, love about your feed is as you scroll down on, uh, on Jules feed, it's like a timeline of her life. Like (laughs) seriously, it's a timeline of her life. It's not these random photos. Uh, like it's really, I'm not going to say, uh, uniformed, but once again, it don't look uniform, but it's definitely hers and it looks clean. So mm-hmm. I really think like you definitely, once again, like that's something you already figured out, something you already like, you know, have wrapped around. So is well, that like something you, uh, I guess, would help out with your one on one training? Uh, do you kind of get into that with the, the, the stuff that you go with with how to be social? Yeah, well, um, my one-on-one training, we can really talk about anything. The whole idea of the Patreon channel and the one-on-one training is that we understand you as a person, and I want to help you with whatever your goals are, because it's just like with any client. I really, 
And the reason I always bring it back to like business or something like that is because I don't believe the relationships are different from business to personal. I believe that you treat everybody the same way. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to these one-on-ones and the reason I always say life and career, because again, I don't believe that they are different. If you spend Mm -hmm. eight hours somewhere, you should like what you're doing. So I asked them, what are your metrics of success? Like, what do you want to see? Like, what is your vision for your life? And that's where we start. And then we get into the nitty gritty of anything that might be blocking their blessings. So, and a good example is like one time I had a girl come to me and she said, hey, you know, I have been going from medical job to medical job and I'm just not feeling fulfilled by it. And I feel like every job I go to, they always gossip and yada, yada, yada. So we really like broke down like her environment, the people she was talking to on a daily basis, where she was living. Um, And I was, you know, talking to her about all the different roles and I asked her, how does she react and how does she communicate with her world around her? And so we really tackled that mindset problem first. And then she was like, I also wanna transition to marketing. And I said, okay, great. I can teach you some, you know, things that you probably need to do. And here are some different like people you can go to for internships or here's some different things that you might be able to like learn on your own. Um, I'm a huge, uh, where experience lacks confidence sells girl. So like, that's true. I I would always tell clients I could do I can build a website. I can do that. I can do this. And I would just go hustle and find clients and I would just figure out how to do it. And that's how I know how to do so much is because I was never scared to take the risk of, can I say bad words? Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. And that's why I was never scared of fucking up. I was like, if I fuck up, like who cares? Like it's one experience. I I definitely agree. Um, (laughs) You, so how is that client? Cause she said she didn't like the way her work workplace, they gossip. Like I was like, shit, that's everywhere. That's everywhere. Well, um, work culture is really interesting. Um, the work culture at How To Be Social is very much, we treat everybody like they're our brother and sister and just like family. And so, uh, except we're better communicators. Uh, I'm a huge person on communication. Usually most problems come down to the, you did not communicate correctly. You didn't write it down. You didn't make sure that the client knew it or you didn't make sure that your best friend knew that you weren't gonna be able to make it to her birthday party. Right. right. So, yeah with all that stuff being said uh when it comes to like situations like hers um i always ask you know how are you communicating back with the people around you and usually you can find some kind of flaw in their communication whether it's uh they come off too aggressive or they're coming off as if they don't care and a lot of the times people will just let people like yell at them or gossip to them and they'll just not say anything at all. And that's not the right way to handle something either. If you want to handle something, you go directly to that person. You're vulnerable first. And you say, hey, like, I know that I'm not a perfect person. I know that I could have done these X, Y, Z things to upset you. Um, but, you know, there have been some things that you've been doing that make me not feel great inside. Can we have a discussion about that? And that is the right way to handle conflict nine times out of 10. Now in that situation, uh, she did that and the people that she was working with were just super toxic and super aggressive. So she ended up leaving that job. Um, and my advice for her was if you have, and cause she was doing medical stuff, she had a, some savings saved up. It's like, if you have the ability to take some time off, I would go find something that you love. 
go find something that you're curious about. Start following your curiosity. Start understanding more about yourself. Because it sounds like, in her case, she had been following the path that her family had set out for her her entire life. Right. And it never asked herself what she wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And so that was her problem, was that she had let so many other people direct her life that she wasn't even in control of her own life. And so she felt like she, that's what she came to me saying. She's like, I feel like I don't have any control. And I was like, well, first of all, no one does. Mm -hmm. But two, you know, are you doing things that put you in the driver's seat? Well, I definitely think you gave it the right advice. Um, I'd like to think so. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you you definitely did. Because, I mean, look, I mean, that's a that's a common story. And uh, some people don't, you know, the ones that usually don't take that type of advice end up wasting even more years of their life and just become like, you know, the old bitter, old and bitter. So old and bitter. No one likes bitter. old and bitter. No, no, they don't. So how 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 many years you said it's been? How many years your business has been um, up and going? So uh, I <laughs> I love and hate when people ask me this question because I'm really proud of how fast we've grown. But I'm also like I feel like if you don't say you've been in business for at least ten years, people don't take. Seriously? Oh, hell no, no, no. Um, if any, anything, but, if you haven't been in business in three years, then. <laughs> yeah, 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 well, so 2017 was the year I went through all that crap. And then I started the blog that year. So if you count it from then, we've been in business for three years. But the way that we've actually been operating as the company is now, we probably started back in like December. Yeah, it, it, so, it happens like that. Yeah, and we're really, really blessed because honestly it's come together so quickly and we've done a lot of work internally and operationally to make sure that we can handle big clients and so when our first client was the virgin hotels we were kind of like yeah i'm serious (laughs) (laughs) so with that being said uh we've been in business for probably around less than six months as the company as it is now um but we have already attracted some of the you know best clients that I could have ever asked for. And I think that it's only up from here. I think so too. I think so too. Look, you've definitely talked about like your past experience, your, your, the way you, you view creativity, uh, the way you definitely help the community that you're in and not even the ones that you're not a part of just how you help people in general, general. Um, I looked at your Patreon and uh let's see your first tier is three dollars yeah i am definitely going to join that and i want other i want other people to join it because you are definitely doing what you should be and i think you can really help people and um like i said like take advantage of her one-to-one her birthday uh deal her birthday uh giveaway and uh you know, follower, follower. Where, where, what platforms are you on? I know you got um, a YouTube much, now. Yeah, I'm on pretty much everything. My main platform is going to be Patreon and Instagram. So I'll be messaging all my Patreon followers like every single day until it gets to the point where I can't. Um, and then Instagram, I mean, I have 7,000 followers on Instagram and I reply back to every single DM and everything that I can. Um, Because again, I just love people. So those are my two main platforms. If you want to learn more about me and what I'm doing in the world, 
Um, you can go to officialcreatorjewels.com. Super easy. Official Creator Jewels. J-E-W-E-L-S. Um, and you can learn more about me there. I'm doing a lot of things, so I know it can be hard to keep up. But if you want to, that's how you do it. <laughs> well, with so much you got going on, I think if somebody was just following following you, period, they will always have something to do on the weekends. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Man, let's do it. I'm excited. I'm excited to make new friends through my Patreon. Like, uh, I have my first subscriber like sign up through my email list, and I I probably almost cried. <laughs> this is the first time I've really put a monetary value on my personal brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never really sold anything through my personal brand. I've just kind of like been developing who I am, and now I'm at a point where I'm like, all right, this is gonna get really in depth. Like, I want to put a price tag on it so people take it seriously, and so. It's really nice to even have people take it seriously enough to like invest their time and money into it. And so I'm just excited about the opportunity. Well, look, I'm definitely going to help you. I'm going to put the link for her Patreon in the show notes. So definitely do not hesitate to uh, go to click that link. But also take a look at at her Instagram. You know, you you can do your own research. I know you're you're probably new to this, but once again, I do have another podcast called Let's Talk Filmmaking, where I really dig into the filmmaking industry, mainly indie, because that's what I am. I mean, yeah. uh, so check that out. And also, once again, please do what you do. This is the Let's Talk Creative Show. I will catch you all later. Thank you, Jules, for stopping by. I'm so glad to finally get you on it. Um, <laughs> any look, one last question. What is a creator to you? Somebody that can create something out of nothing. That's That's what I learned when I was a kid, and that's kind of just how I've always thought about it. I love it. Well, look, that's that's Jules right there. I will catch you all later. See ya. What a great way to start this podcast. Episode one in the can. I hope y'all enjoyed Creator Jewels. Look, I did join her Patreon and I already had my one-on-one consultation with her and I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, She really knows what she's doing. I have the link below. I also had a link of my Let's Talk Filmmaking podcast. If you're curious about that, I will be adding the creatives I've interviewed in that podcast over to this podcast. But while that is going, if you would love to be on this podcast, send me an email. I have my email address down below. If you want to be a guest, come on, let's have a chat. If you got something you want to talk about, let's go. I have a lot of good stuff in progress and I have a lot of special guests coming your way. So stay tuned. Subscribe to the podcast. You don't want to miss a thing. Until next time, see ya.